Brainstorm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Travis Scott, and with me, as always, is the wonderful Ben Slinger. Hello. How's it going? It's not like this is the third episode that we're recording in a short amount of time. <laughs> what are we doing tonight? Uh, tonight we're going to do what three words because Ooh, okay. we're, we're just rotating through our- we're, ro- we're running through the hits. Running through the hits week after week. We're running, running through the hits so that we don't get- so we have some if we if we variety. did happen to be recording it in in one night, then we're we're getting a little bit of variety. In. Yeah. Um. So Ben, what three words? Good question. Um. My while, three while, wo- you, while you're looking for mm. those three words, we should actually say what three words is a game that we play where someone amazing probably at a company called What Three Words has split the entire world up into like these three meter chunks and assigned random words to them. Yes. And it includes uninhabitable places. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're stuck in the middle of the ocean then you still have a 3 meter chunk that you can that you can give to the authorities if you could somehow get a signal. That's right. Um but we use it for the completely useless thing of just getting prompts yes. for words. Uh salads, giddily, psychosis. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Mm. This this salad first makes you giddy. Yes. And then Makes you go absolutely crazy and murderous. Yes. So there's a new some salad. Sort of there's a new salad restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, called. Called uh, anything. Sizzler. <laughs> uh, smorgies. I know. It's, it's one of those ones that has that has a salad. It has bar. a salad. Bar. <laughs> the smorgies salad bar. Oh, it's a vegetarian only smorgies, and what mm. they don't realize is. Uh, the meat actually always helped, you know, curtail this whole thing. Turns out that if if everyone right, so the the meat was the antidote to the psychotic drug that's in Smoggy's salads. Yes, and and the the it's it's actually the concentration of sneezes because they didn't have a sneeze guard there. Uh, it's the concentration of that on right. that salad bar that uh, causes the psychosis. Right. Basically, it's creating a primordial soup that has allowed for faster evolution. Mutations. Yeah. Of, yeah. Of these ba- these viruses mm. and bacteria to, Virus- to grow. Vi- viruses and bacteria, mm-hmm. and it turns out that the the meat, the smell of the meat, actually kind of infected. And affected the the way these bacteria actually went, yeah. but given that there's Gave no meat, meat in this place, and they like, drowned. yeah, there's a reason why um, Doug Smoggy, uh, the the original owner of Smoggies, yeah, um, why he had in his manual that you always had to have meat near it, uh, but they didn't have that page of the manual when well, they created. The, yeah, that's it. Uh, and you know, Doug Smoggy's been dead for a couple of decades now, while his legacy lives on, and he sort of wasn't. You know, mm. they, they haven't they haven't been. Holding up the old ways as well, because they've been trying to diversify. I mean, yeah, I mean, as far as, as, far as everyone is concerned, Smoggy's just wasn't around anymore. Like, the bistro went away. Yeah, well, I mean, except I think this should be, I think this should be the, the alternate history, um, the, the inarguably, like- Correct history. Correct history where Smorgies did not die out and Smorgies is a beloved Smorgies chain. is a beloved chain that uh, you, there's a dessert bar, there's all you can yeah. eat meat. There's You've got all the you full Smorgies where everything's uh, fine. But the only thing is they forgot to put a sneeze guard on and that's on these salads. Well, and again, like we said, it's only in the veggie- It's only in the veggie Smorgies. Yeah. Um, 
that that it's a problem. And so, Smorgies with a star, and that star is no meat here. Like an asterisk, <laughs> yeah. Asterisk. Smorgies asterisk. <laughs> or maybe thing like quotations. Smorgies. Smorgies, yeah. Air quotes. Yep. <laughs> can you can you hear those air quotes that we're putting around smorgies? It's the subset. It's Slespies. Yes, it's Slespies. And if that's not the name of this episode, then I don't know what I did. <laughs> so, do you work for like a like a health inspector or something? Maybe like you're the you're trying to figure out. You're, you're tracking down. Maybe you don't know that it's originating at Smorgies to begin with. You know mm-hmm. that it's almost a it's a it's a detective thing, but from a from a you know CDC kind of or, or like a health inspector situation where you're like some these these people are coming from somewhere, and you actually have to like trace down their different paths from where they've eaten and how long the incubation periods are. And okay, yep. Oh, I'm just trying to think. Are you an undercover? Agent from like I don't know uh, some sort of the food safety en- environmental protection agency or well this would be different <laughs> I think I don't think this is uh, another Steven Seagal vehicle like last week no um, it's it's I a Van Damme th- vehicle I think this is yeah the other the other big action star who was definitely you know put into roles <laughs> didn't suit him just so he could kick <laughs> some butt. Um, so yeah, Van Dam comes as this health inspector <laughs> from Brussels, and he's got some muscles. Yeah, but by muscles we mean like the, the, the food, seafood. Yeah, yeah seafood. Because it turns out that it's actually uh, the muscles from Brussels that actually save everyone. But it's it's literally just these muscles <laughs> right. from yeah, they've got from they've, this small little town got the particular in, in Brussels. compound yep. needed yep. to yeah. <laughs> Turn these turn these people away from being psychotic zombie zombified yeah. vegans uh, into non zombified. The, the whole vegans. thing is a, a parable for uh, it's actually the meat lobby has uh, funded the whole game. It's just it's just meat in moderation. Like yeah, it's like those old um, you know red meat and ads. The, and and the sequel actually goes to show that in um, you know in in the other in the other. Uh, Smorgies place that was had just the, meat. That was just meat. Smorgies. <laughs> Smorgies. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, since Smorgies, um, then it turns out that, you know, j- only meat is all- too, too much of a bad thing as well. Like, yeah. Um, but in that case, that- they did they did still become zombies, but like the opposite sort of zombie because they just were so weighed down mm. with with meat um, that they, and they all they have kind of meat just- sweats, yeah, continuously, uh, they- and they're all wearing tracksuit pants because they're you know yeah, you got so to have that stretch, yeah, um, and for some reason, uh, Smleskis and um, Smleskis and Smleskis, yeah. Um, for some reason, neither of them had a dessert bar. Ooh. And in the third, like the, the, the final one where it's just literally the dessert bar. So it's some great bees. Um, <laughs> Gra- like, cause it's great. Cause it's great. Okay. Um, it's nothing happens. Smost like, be- it's just, most geese. 
<laughs> um, nothing actually happens because it's just a, it's a great idea. Because all you, all you can eat dessert. Like, yeah. For yeah. Dim- dessert nothing for wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pancakes. I mean, it's it's literally pancake parlor just with all you can eat. It's ice a buffet. Cream. Pancake buffet. Oh, why? Why doesn't that exist? Yeah, pancakes why- are cheap. Like they should definitely have a pancake buffet. Just, just someone make it, motherfucker. Like <sighs> this episode brought to you by my taste buds. <laughs> hey Trevor, what three words? Conjure, unclasped, explore. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, there's some there's good some, words. There's some good words in there. So I, I feel like this is someone finding a gateway into some sort of magical realm by like yeah. unclasping the cover of a book or something. Yeah. Ooh, it's 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 literally a magic book because you know conjure and yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. Sort of stuff. You you unclasp it and it literally opens up this this um yeah this gateway, gateway into this into this magical. But kingdom. it's only as big as the book, so you have to really squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I kind of like the idea that you find it as a kid, mm. and so as a kid you can easily get in there because oh, that's cool. Okay, it's one of these things where. Where it's set, it's set over many years, and you keep on going back to your grandparents. Um, well, I was almost thinking that you every know, you, summer though, that or you something start, like that. You start with them as a adult, like in their twenties or something, and they have these memories of this game that they played as a kid. Yeah, but it turns out like it was actually real, and they maybe rediscover this book. They find this book, and the gateway opens, and they're like, "Oh shit, it was all real." But they can't fucking, <laughs> they fit, can't in. fucking fit in. <laughs> um, and then the whole thing's actually just like it's an exercise game to encourage you to lose weight. No. Uh, <laughs> no, I think maybe it's about finding- You're trying to find another gateway then to make your way back in. And we maybe cut back to flashbacks of the childhood of your mm. adventures uh, and what happened in there. And maybe you're, I think, oh, you're like communicating. You've got a, you've got a Mr. Tumnus-esque character on the other side. Yes. Yes. That you're, commu- you're able to communicate with now in, in the present time as an adult by passing through. Because I've got an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> you just pass your iPhone through. You pass them through an iPhone. <laughs> They're sending you selfies. <laughs> It's like you gave me a walkie-talkie many years ago, but then you know we realised that hey, look, you have got these iPhone things now. So as long as the book is open, I've got I've got bars. <laughs> oh God, you opened it again. <laughs> I need to check Twitter. <laughs> oh fuck! Five G travels. Five G travels across dimensions. Don't you know? That was Bill Gates' design. <laughs> With his, uh, Originally called it 5D, and then he realised, oh, people may ask what, <laughs> they the, might what the D is. Yeah. So, we, we just, they just substitute it with, with a G. Yeah. But we all know what it means. Yeah. Fifth dimension. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like this. I like this returning to your childhood thing. I think they're a disillusioned, you know, 20-something trying to find mm-hmm. the joy trying of Trying to find youth. themselves. Like, may- maybe they've just been- They've just been fired from, like, their first job. And- Yeah. Yeah, know, cost one of, of those living crisis. Of- you know, rental crisis. The world's going to shit. They want to go back to the happy days that they remember when they played games as a kid. Uh, but it turns out that those games were real and there is a real place. 
uh, called- And it's in trouble. And it's in trouble. I, yeah, of course. Of course. And they need I, a human I, to come through and save it yeah. once you can fit. Yes. And it turns out all you need to do was, uh, it's, you know, the pinch to zoom or whatever. <laughs> you know, you can just zoom <laughs> on the page. No. On the page. It just, it opens it up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make sense. They can grab it and just stretch it. Like they didn't realize over the, over the many years that. Maybe you figure out that you can like project the pages or something. Onto the wall. Yeah. Like, you can project them bigger. Um, That could be- Actually, that could be an interesting gameplay mechanic. That based on the size of the projection, you come into the other world a different different size. Or a different age. Maybe it's that you come in as a kid if you've- If you projected the door large enough. Or something. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You come in at your relative height. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you do. You're just yourself. You're just little. <laughs> um, I know. I think. I think we. I think we're too stuck on the on the idea that you know we we had of yeah you can't get in. But I know. I, I want to be able to to say that they come back and they realize that oh no everything. Yeah, I I think that not being able to get in is just a, a temporary setback, and then you find a way to yeah. Like and there's then- a, there's another book or there's another like whoever you're communicating with on the other side tells you. You know, there are other ways in. There's the secret door that's in the- That when you open the gr- the the graffiti on the wall behind the- Use this key. <laughs> and, and they pa- they pass the key through and you, yeah, you pick exactly. up the key. Yeah. Um, okay. Because I love the idea of this, uh, this thing being in, you know, first person, being the 3D and all this sort of stuff. Mm. I think this is ripe for, for like virtual reality. Okay. There's something about being able to reach your hand inside, like that is a portal, cool. and your hand disappears. Like you can no longer see it. Like you look on the other side, and you your hand is his arm is yeah. all the way in into this damn book. Yes, that's cool. I wonder if you could use like I don't know how well this would work. I wonder if you could use like haptic feedback while you're in there. Like you have to find something by moving your hand around. You know. Oh yeah, that's I do thing. like that. When you need to grab something out, that could be cool. As, especially if you know you, you're just looking for the lever, because like, oh no, if you just reach in and you, yeah, you can pull this simple, lever, yeah. and it'll just open up, open up the portal a little bit more. And right. So, <laughs> it just grows into a big door. Yeah, sucks you up, and then the the book closes, yeah, which you don't so see because you're inside it. And it's VR. Yeah, but the portal's now gone. So <laughs> right. you're now inside the oh, okay. you're now inside. And you have the to find a different way back. Yeah. And this is where the other where the other doors and stuff in mm. the house mm. happen. That's cool. Oh, I, I love the idea that by the end of it, like you're you're running through this um you your old grandparents' place, you know, opening up opening up a door with his key, closing the door, opening up another one, and it opens up into a different area of of that just yeah, passing yeah, through. Yeah, some cool, like, portal- Not portal the game, but just, like, portal the technology of- Yeah. Opening doors into other places that- And if you take the key out, then you logical. open up and you can enter into the cu- into the closet that, that this portal mm. had replaced. And, mm. oh, yeah. So, I mean, I think this is obviously a very Narnia-inspired Narnia kind of situation, but I think, uh, you know, we want to sh- shake things up a bit. What is yep. the world like in there? Is it- 
what was it? Well, A, what was it like when you were a kid? And B, what has changed and what is the trouble? Um, Ooh, I think when you first went in, it was it was rather magical and all this sort of stuff. But I think as you've become a little bit more jaded with growing older and all that sort of stuff, like you, it's maybe a little bit more oppressive. Well, and to shift when you first up, go in, I think to because shift- it's it's actually like maybe reacting to to your psyche, mm. like it's actually. Uh, this is a world within within yourself, and as as you learn to to lighten up a bit, well, you and can we can we move away break from down the cracks some of, of the the things, some of the the tropes of this, where you know usually it's kind of a fantasy world, low tech kind of thing, and maybe go a bit more of a Tomorrowland kind of situation where it's actually like a utopia, like a utopia, like a futuristic yep. utopia. Um, and when you were a kid, it was all this amazing technology that was there. And the, and I think you do have different types of people and maybe it's like different species, like alien races and things or something like that or robots or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yes, when you get there as, a, as an adult, now it's like run down. Now it's a bit more of a Blade Runner-y, <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. a more dystopic Neon, kind of ultra-capitalist, you know, hellhole. Yep. Um, downtrodden but, people in the in the slums, but as you start helping out these different areas, like oh yeah, they like things just start brightening up, yeah. and like I don't know, it's it's actually um, you start to notice as you start feeling better than the whole world actually, and by the end of it, it's just an allegory as you getting yeah. yourself out of the funk that you're actually in. Yeah, absolutely, and-, and and we can keep it, you know, we can go as subtle or as as obvious as we like with that, and draw the the parallels in the writing. But um, yeah, as, especially you know, if if you actually have, um, you know, uh, one of the characters that you that you're talking to most of the time is Con. But it turns out that his full name is Conscience or something <laughs> like that, and it's like he's always it's like and. It all it all started going downhill when the 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 big man about town took over that damn depression, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Pressure. We, we call him. We just, we just call him Mister D. Mister D, the big D. He, he really gives us the D. <laughs> he really fucks us over with his with his D. Giant D. Just deep D. Just manic feeling, D. I'm just constantly feeling deep D. Depression. 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 It's manic depression. Yep. Yeah. It's just manic D. It's short it to the man to Mandy. Not Mandy, like the name. I was going like man man dick. Anyway. <laughs> Man, what three words? <laughs> Camp tarantulas windbreakers. Okay. Okay. I think this is a summer camp called Camp Tarantula. Yeah. Um, four spiders. Four spiders, <laughs> yes. That's great. I'm definitely yes ending that one. Because <laughs> that's actually kind of cool. And they've got their, like, nice windbreakers with the camp, you know, logo on it and the six arms, yeah. armholes. Yeah. Because, uh, of course, all spiders have two legs for walking and right. six for six other for activities. Other activities. <laughs> There's so many <laughs> arms for activities. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you could be a one-man band. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> one guitar, one, one bass, and one two, arachnid, dr- two arachnid drums. <laughs> band. Um, what is this stuff? Is this just a generic summer camp? Is it got a focus um, for the type? Is this like a, are we going like a classic? American summer camp, wet hot. American I think it's. I think it's got to be. I think it's got to be a tropey. classic, classic. You know, American Friday summer camp. Yeah, but you're an Australian spider who's gone you're across. A redback or huntsman. Yeah, you're, you're a redback um, or or huntsman. Like I know, just I like a redback. A redback feels more friendly somehow. <laughs> it does. I don't know. I don't know why. Really, poisonous, like they're more but- dangerous, but <laughs> feels friendlier. Um. But I think these are cartoon spiders. Yeah, spiders. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're not like although, although. They're, they're really cute. They're really cute. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of amused by the idea of like a pretty high def 3D <laughs> thing, and it's these realistic looking spiders. But it's you know we're doing these great like animated cutscenes on their faces and stuff where they're talking <laughs> with their little fucking spider mouths. <laughs> um, I, no, I, we can go I think- cartoony. Yeah. I, th- I think fully cartoon and and sort of showing that, hey, look, um, there's all these different spiders and they're all you know trying to get together and um, I like the idea that you know they they're going up against another local camp which is like a bunch of insects and they're going to try okay. and stop them, stop themselves from from heading over to fly camp or whatever and and eating oh everyone. yeah there's some real tension there. Because the spider camp keeps like setting webs up in the forest too, just for fun. But the yeah, flies keep fun. getting caught in them. Yeah, and of course, you being a you being a redback, you know, you're sort of like you want to be in with in with the rest of the mm. rest of the crowd because you think you know. Um, <sighs> well, and you know, there, but there's and it's also like it's a it's a teenage summer camp, right? So you're probably dealing with puberty and stuff. You started having yeah, got, first you, crush. You started having yep. having web dreams for the first time. Yeah, oh my god, yeah, web dreams. Your they're, spinnerets are kind of really starting bad. to grow. You know, larger and hairier. Hmm. Um. I pretty much. Just, I pretty much just had web dreams. That was my main. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> but um. Yeah, I think I think dealing with the the teen things with spiders with the added yeah with the added tension of you want to, physic- Still being to physically eat. consume the people from the other the, the insects in the other camps. Yeah, um, and you know I don't I don't know if we want to go down the whole stereotypical the woman wants to kill the man after they you know cons- I copulate. Think yeah, yeah, that's only certain spiders anyway, right? I don't know. It's just the widows. <laughs> there you go. Which, of which the redback is one. <laughs> well, we're going to conveniently ignore that, or we'll just make some clever jokes about it. You know, they've gotten past there. <laughs> it's, it's just one of the classes. Now, for all you widow spiders out there, just remember, after you copulate with your mate, you bite their head off. <laughs> no, I think they're trying to teach not to. It's like getting past their, their you know, instinctual- You're going to want to bite their head off? Don't. Yeah. Yeah. We're civilized, civilized now. We're uh, in the civilized society. In fact, we've got- um, Everyone line up for some bug juice because that is a thing that that gets served at American camps, and that's a real this thing. Is, this is this is actually you know uh, still fake stuff. It turns oh. out that in in this world, to make sure that right. um, all the different populations out there get to, get to survive, you know, it's all right. Fake it's stuff. like uh, it's like True Blood or whatever. Yeah, where they had the True Blood that was 
wasn't it like which was the true something? Blood. Yeah. Yes. Um. So yeah, bug juice. Bug juice. That's cool. Um. And I love. I. I kind of. I like this as. I mean, I'm picturing, and this is probably just because of the summer camp thing as well, but a Psychonauts vibe. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, kind of a bit of platforming stuff, particularly with your webs and things could be really fun. Fuck yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, having some some great little story beats in there with your fellow spiders and the other campers from the other camps. Yeah, I like it a lot. It's awesome. Okay. All right. Last one, yeah, hopefully. I think so. What three words, Trevor? Lifeless. Ooh. Cradled mm. wintertime. Ooh. There's some good words. Yeah. They, they evoke an emotion. What three words often give some ev- evocative prompts? It's nice. Yeah. For a change. Um, okay. Cradled in the wintertime. Someone lifelessly cradling someone in the wintertime. I mean, that just gives, you, you know, like the- it's almost like that's the final scene or the opening scene of the game. The or opening something. scene someone of how- carrying someone's lifeless body through the through a blizzard. You know. Yeah. And then it's like, "Yep, that's me." How did I get myself into this <laughs> wacky situation? <laughs> and it turns out you're you're actually the body. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. You're the body. Yeah. And then it and then it goes into like a upbeat teen movie esque. <laughs> Song. Thing with 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 a with an ending akin to to like hundred and twenty seven hours or whatever, but just oh yeah, it goes super dark. More the Donna Party and like actually, I kind of like that. Starting from this really upbeat, light hearted teen or like college vibe, mm-hmm. but you know that somehow this is going to end up with someone carrying your lifeless body through a blizzard. And it- yep, that's me, the lifeless body that you see being dragged in the dragged through the snow. <laughs> dragged through the snow, yep. But you might be wondering how I got here. Well, it all started on my first day at a new school. I don't know where monkey wrench is is my go to there. But it seems to fit. It does. Okay. I don't know any of the words. <laughs> All right. I Ended off- up lifeless and cradled. <laughs> so, okay, how do, how do we, how does this play out then? And I mean, we don't need to do the whole like storyline no, no, no. throughput, but how does no, this no, no, no. get presented to the player and what sort of game okay. play are we talking here? Um, I think this, this game is all about like snowboarding. Oh, okay. like, yeah. So I like the idea that you know that this um, this first year, like the, the big the big thing coming up is is the winter trip, and it's mm-hmm. it's where they go on camp and they like all ski trip, they yeah. all go yeah skiing or snowboarding either yeah. either one. Yeah. I, I love the idea. I'm sure of, they'd call it the ski trip. <laughs> yeah, um, or the snow trip. It yeah. doesn't really yeah. matter. And it's it's you and your best mate and. Yeah, I think you know, I think you've just you've started at this new school. You know, you've made a few friends. You've 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 crossed the bully at least once, and like there's some tension there uh, in the very classic, you know, high school or college way. Okay, in in 
in a big twist, the person dragging you through the snow yep. and saving your life is, is the, bully. the bully. Yeah. I think there's something, there's something about that that I just- I think, though, that that's not revealed. Like, I think when no, you see it initially, they're in silhouette. Like, you don't oh, know who it is. And they've it, got, like, they're rugged up and whatever. And yeah. then at, at different points after you've met this person- There'll be a point where we reveal that scene again. Maybe it's like it might be a, another flash forward of it, but yeah, you know they come into the light of the moon or whatever, and they, they've just their beaten face. the crap out of you. And it's like, don't worry, dog, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save you. And it's like, just seeing the juxtaposition. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's um, cool. I like, I like that sort of. So uh, it's what, not even what foreshadowing; happens? it's like post-shadowing. <laughs> yeah, it, of, it, you know that it's going to end up in this place, but how are we going to get there? Yeah, and and just the fact that you've just had had your ass kicked by on your first day by the, by this bully. Yeah, and then they're the ones who's who's actually saving you. It's mm. like I know it's a head fuck, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fucking voiceover. <laughs> um, and just playing around with some of those tropes of of. You know, yeah, I really like that tone um, uh, for that sort of game. But I, I do like the the the, the idea that um, you know you aren't actually lifeless. Like you you do actually make it back. Oh like yeah, the bully pulls you, you back to yeah. back to civilization, and you know you both end up in the hospital. Yeah, a little frostbitten in places, but you're both going to be okay. You're going to be okay. It's all right, Doug. You're fine. Cool. I like that. That's that's yeah. a cool. That's cool. Um, and yeah, you could you could have some little visual novel things. You can have have some like steep snowboarding play games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And just yeah, I I like the idea of you know your best mate, uh, you know, dares you to go down the Black Diamond run. Yeah, and so, I mean, you could gets away and you and you crash, and then the bully happens to see you crash, and he's the one who's. Yeah, come and I mean, save I feel, you and- yeah, yeah. You, I think you probably want to go even more dramatic than that. Somehow, like I don't know, there's some some shit goes down and you end up chasing someone through the woods or something, and you know, <laughs> whatever it is, it, it feels a bit dumb. There, there, there's an undercover EPA agent. <laughs> <laughs> They've been tailing you. It's, it's why you had to move schools. They've been hunting you down. <laughs> they've, been, they've been tracking. They've been tracking. You know. Um, your family because you were involved in, in like, it's not, uh, so growing Christmas done, trees. We've done the EPA. We've done the health inspector. <laughs> I think in this case, it's like uh, someone working at the library or something. Um, and it's uh, who's playing them. <laughs> you've, you've, got a, you've got an overdue library book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're stalking you everywhere. <laughs> it's fucking Victorian knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Played by, okay. played by, who's a good fucking action star who, that's a woman? Um, this, who's, who would be a good, I'm trying to think of one from like the 90s to be in line with the others, but I, I can't, I'm drawing a blank. Even a Scarlett Johansson could be quite good as a. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's telling, it's telling that I can't think of, <laughs> can't think of enough. Um, I mean, Gina Davis. Oh, yeah. That'd yeah. work well, actually. That's probably a better a better pull. Yep. Nice. Yep. Gina oh. Davis is Victorian knowledge. This was a Victorian knowledge mystery the whole time. <laughs> yes. Um, 
little bit of a troublesome character from what I from now what I'm remembering. Yeah, we'll, well we skip don't have some to, of those things. We don't have to keep that stuff. <laughs> just a bad Victor- Victorian Victorian knowledge is a very very old character that I think is from the first ever I think episode. Maybe of- the very first episode. I'm not sure. It's definitely in the first uh, few. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think if you listen to Bitstorm episode 1.5, you'll actually find out about yes. Victorian knowledge right there. Yes. That's from episode two of Two Sweary Dads. That's a deep cut. That's by, a deep by cut. But <laughs> you, you got to go there. It's our one and only library character, I think. Um, it cool. really is. Let's finish it up there. Thank you awesome. for joining us this week on Bitstorm. If you'd like to find all of our previous episodes, go to podchaser.com slash Bitstorm. Give us a listen. Go back. Listen to those old ones. But Or maybe don't. I don't know. And, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Just keep, keep listening to the new ones. They're like fine. there's plenty there's plenty more coming out. we 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 aren't recording three three a night. <laughs> like they will keep on coming out, even though Ben happens to be in, in Canada. Yeah, it's a probably miracle. about now. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Somehow we're still recording and and releasing an episode every single week, <laughs> and we will continue um, to do so until he leaves. <laughs> until I mean, one of I mean, us in, in, dies, in, <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then it's going to be a if, Paul Blart Mall Cop situation. Uh, till death do us part, one of our kids will take over. <laughs> yes, that's the plan. Okay, and if you like the song that we play at the start and end of each episode, that song is called Mad Defiance of the Um Containment Failure by the band Kuradust. Go check it out. That's right. So thank you again for joining us this week on Bitstorm. I'm Ben Slinger. I'm Travis Scott. And I'm a huntsman in a jacket. <gasps> it's fine. I'm friendly. Cool. Yeah, that's...